Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Vinny and Haney, two opposites attracted by a paycheck. 105.7 The Fan. Pull to first, Got diving it. catch, Hunter Goodman, ball game over, losing streak over, the Rockies found a way. I don't think we swung the bat very well. You know, not really well this, for me this series today, you know, big, big homer by O'Hearn there, you know, it's not enough offense. We didn't adjust very well. We had that one opportunity with bases loaded, nobody out. You know, didn't get anything out of that. You know, he, he gave us fits, changing speeds. It felt good, you know, touching the mound on Friday and then throwing yesterday as opposed to it the way it did on, on Tuesday. So Yeah, I mean, his stats speak for himself. He's got a ton of holds. He's pitched in huge situations. He's got some saves when, you know, Felix needed days off. So he's been in that role a couple times, and we have a ton of confidence in him. You uh, tried not to imagine throughout the season just because of the impact that he was having, the, the dominance uh, that, that he was exhibiting. But this is baseball. This is pitching. We are far from the only team and you know, to face uh, adversity in the form of injury. It's Mike Elias, Orioles GM on Saturday, talking about the uh, tough news that happened Friday night as Felix Batista, one strike away. From saving the game for the Orioles against the Rockies. Throws one 102 plus. Kind of twists interestingly. Remember he had the knee problem last year. Yeah. But the first thing Dr. Bob Haney noticed was he was flexing the the right hand. That's the same thing I saw. Like the tingly thing that goes on when uh, nerves and tendons are damaged and Ebel came out, Hyder came out, all the players. If you missed it, everybody, everybody congregated on the mound, and you yep. knew it wasn't good. And yeah. he leaves quickly. UCLA, UCLA. That's UC- what I said yeah, all the time. UCLA. Too. <laughs> Let's go, Bill Watt. UCL ulnar collateral nerve. And as Earl Weaver, rest in peace, told me twenty some years ago, interviewing him because Jim Palmer always had the ulnar nerve problem. Weaver's like, I didn't know what an ulnar nerve was until I met Palmer. <laughs> and now it's commonplace with Tommy John surgery, not getting to that level. Orioles have not announced it, but we can all, Elias himself said you can Google to see exactly what, right. what extent of this injury could possibly be and the various outcomes of it. But man. Orioles win two out of three. They lost yesterday. We'll get into all of that good stuff. Who's going to replace Felix Batista as the closer? Because the most likely scenario is, at least for 2023, he's not pitching anymore. No. That includes regular season, and I'm guessing the postseason. So how how do they uh, improvise and adapt? Trade deadline's over. Can't trade for anybody. And they thought that they had strengthened the bullpen, getting Fuji 
mm-hmm. from Oakland, who, by the way, ironically enough, pitched well Friday night, setting up Felix Batista. Now you near Cano's your guy, and he got the save Saturday. D.L. Hall came in, all right, guy bunning on him, but he got the double play, allowed an inherited runner to score, but Velo is high 90s, yeah. which is what matters, 98, 99 miles an hour, because obviously the Orioles like those guys that can bring the smoke. And then Cano yesterday, I think the guy reaches on a hit, but Gunner's throw, went haywire, gets it a second. And then nobody hit the ball out of the infield. Colorado, after O'Hearn, Haney bump, Vinny and Haney bump, yeah. two-run pinch hit bomb. Because Garrett Stallings down at Norfolk is not getting the Vinny and Haney bump. He gave up eight runs in like two innings. Like, hey, hey, Garrett Stallings, channel your inner uh, bobster. You'll get that vibe rolling sooner or later. But O'Hearn, after Ty Block, Vinny, with all due respect, you don't remember him. He pitched no. for the Orioles like three years ago. No, I, I, heard, I heard them talking about, you know, that he would have pitched for the Orioles. Yeah, I, I mean, he was not exactly Sandy Koufax or Mike Flanagan or Mike Cuellar or Theo Hall or, I don't know, Eric Bedard. He did name a left-hander that threw a baseball. He hasn't been that guy. But yesterday against the Orioles, he had the mystified. Even Hyde said after the game, the guy had us off balance, and he yeah. went deep. Jack Flats returned. Jack Flaherty, Nolan, for people just tuning in, it's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed, Bobby Haney, Vinny Serrato. Happy Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. Cut down day coming up, NFL tomorrow. We'll get in all of that good stuff. Nolan, just say hello to the people. Hello, everyone. Now, who's more excitable, Jack Flaherty <laughs> or Nolan McGraw? See, Jack Flats like is from the good. Dylan Bundy uh, school of post-game interviews. I sound like I won a game. You can tell he lost the game. <laughs> I don't think Subtle so. Subtle difference. Uh, he sounds kind of – we've only heard him for a, a month, basically. And he just kind of sounds even keel, doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low, just kind of vibing. Well, he wasn't happy when he, got, when he went over to sit in the dugout. Nah, I don't think he was uh, ready to leave no. the premises. No. And he was still in the, what, 80 pitches plus when Hyder gave him the uh, old heave-ho. But Jack Flaherty, now the good news is, and he got a no decision, of course, because O'Hearn hit that home run. He's back in the mix. So they're still going to stick with this six-man rotation. Grace Rodriguez going tonight. But the Orioles do win two out of three. Tampa did gain a game yesterday because they beat up on the Yankees, almost literally beat up on the Yankees because the bench is cleared twice down at the trop there as the Yankees just used their, their hitters as target practice uh, over the weekend. But the Orioles are still where they started on Friday, two games up in the AL East, and they have one of the worst teams in baseball coming to town in the Chicago White Sox three-game series starting tonight. But the news, obviously, that kind of trumps everything. Not the bees. Not the bees. That thing was out of control. Right. She got a lot of airtime. Yeah, doing a lot of running. <laughs> yeah, she from what was. I noticed. But <laughs> I'm not. What, what's a bee? Is there a scientific name for someone who handles bees? I'm not a beekeeper. All I do is avoid them because when they sting you, it's a very unpleasant. I'm not allergic to bees. Yeah. But it still sucks and it hurts. These were honeybees. I'm guessing. Because they had definitely posted up there by that camera. Mm-hmm. Someone bleeped with them. Between, and I, it could be Mr. Splash out there squirting them with the hose. Maybe somebody in the dugout was goofing off. 
because it set him off. Because Austin Hayes went unscathed in the uh, top of the first. And then the left fielder for Colorado comes running in like, oh, no, <laughs> no, no parts of this. And then they settled down and just got, I kind of all got there. So that was an interesting five-minute delay. But Felix Batista done. He's on the IL. You know, as Elias said, Google it. Doesn't look like he's coming back at least this year. And if it is Tommy John surgery, we might not see Felix Batista until at the end of 24 yeah. if we're fortunate enough to do that. Yeah, it's a sad thing because, I mean, last week we were talking, you were talking, Bob, about him being, you know, getting votes for the Cy Young or under consideration. Which he should be. Yeah, right. And then all of a sudden, you know, to take that blow, you know, because he was dominant, dominant. I mean, you got to the night, it's over. You know, it kind of felt like way back when, when Mariano came in. I mean, you know, it's an eight-inning game, yep. basically. Just get so. get us to the ninth. Now, he's had a share of blown saves. That's, he's not perfect. No. I mean, like Britain, for instance, in 2016, only blew one save. Same with Randy Myers in 97. But usually your chances of victory increase dramatically when he gets there. Now you're not going to have him anymore. See, I, I, So I, how do you have right. – I mean, does Tyler Wells come in, who was your best starter – can he handle that? I mean, are you confident in Fuji? Quite frankly, I'm not no. right now. Uh, Cano, who was started off this season uh, even better than Batista. Remember, people were going, oh, he should be the closer. Oh, I remember that. Now he is. So yeah. let's see how he responds to it. But what's D.L. Hall? Yeah. How's he the, factoring? The, the, biggest, the biggest issue I see, Bob, is, is the confidence factor. Because Batista had all the coaches' confidence. He had the players when when Batista came in, they felt good that they were going to win the game. Now it's like we don't know. That's I think where you're where you're and and even like Hyder, you know, I'm hoping sure that he can. We'll find out because there's no other options right now at this point in time. But the bottom line is the Orioles do take two out of three from Colorado. They have guaranteed themselves with 81 wins, a non-losing season, and they'll try to take care of the White Sox. One of the biggest debacles in baseball here in 2023. We'll get into all of that. It's Baltimore Baseball Tonight, by the way, live from Pickles, 6 o'clock. Me and Jim Hunter brought to you by Salvo. Right in front of new crush bus. How's that crush bus working out? Because I wasn't there Friday as I had to recharge the old pipes, which still are kind of sore, full disclosure. Worked like a charm. Had a rough idea of what it might look like going in, how it might work. Exceeded all expectations. Perfect. How, how was the pizza? I didn't, I didn't have any. Everything I've heard from people who have had it, fantastic. I haven't had a bite myself, but mm-hmm. hopefully before the end of the season, I'll try it out. Well, we'll be down there tonight. So uh, if you've missed the Crush Bus, which debuted on Friday, get it in uh, this first weekday. Monday weekday against the Chicago White Sox as the Orioles wrap up the month of August here. Still in first place. Still one of the best teams in Major League Baseball. Now, tomorrow, 4 o'clock, right? NFL, cut down day. Yep. Get down to 53. Yeah, they'll be maneuvering, you know, with injuries and NFIs. And there'll be a lot of uh, things going on for the next couple days, you know. And we may even see, like, a guy like Brett Urban get cut. You know, just because, and you say, well, why would you cut Urban? He's a vested vet, which means he doesn't go on the waiver wire. So somebody couldn't claim him. He's a free agent once he gets cut. So they'd already have a wink, wink deal done with him. We're going to, 
and they don't even clear out his life, um, you know, because it's sure. 24 hours. They've done it with Anthony Levine yeah, in the past. Right. So the Wolves, you know, so don't get too crazy about when you see the final cut down because things will be worked out like 24, 48 hours later. And we're, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. You want to join us, you can at 410-583-1057. How concerned are you? And I guess you're concerned at some level that Batista might be done for the year. Orioles are still charging towards the postseason, so get on in here and vent a little bit. But Pepe Williams, he's going to be out to October. Yeah. So he's got to be on the 53 before they can put him on the injured list, right? Isn't that how that works? Yes. So, yeah, him, Marlon Humphrey, if they think Marlon's going to be, you know, out longer than two games, that would be Bowser, something, you know, with Bowser. You know, so they've got Bob, I mean, Bowser, I'm guessing Bowser's a month away. And he's on the non-football injury list. Yes, he's NFI, you know. And, you know, so they'll probably have three guys like that that won't be – that's why it was huge – for Clowney, and we can get into that because I think Clowney's going to end up being starter. Fitty and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Ravens lose the preseason finale 26-20 to Tampa. Hey, Josh Johnson played well again. Does this make things harder for John Harbaugh as he's trying to figure out what's going on at number two behind Lamar? Because, I mean, how bad is Huntley's hammy? Yeah. Well, I mean, he hadn't played in a couple weeks, yeah. practiced. You know what I told Norm this morning? I said, you know what, when, when you watch the – Bob, it must be a really quarterback-friendly offense because what quarterback has played bad? They've all played good. Yeah, Brown had the fumble on Saturday. Right, but I mean, like, throwing the ball and read. You know, they've all made plays and moved the ball. So, I mean, to me, they've all looked good. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. It's a Monday. I hope you all had a great weekend. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw. Orioles lose yesterday 4-3, win the series. However... Against Colorado, White Sox coming to town. Grayson Rodriguez against Michael Kopech. No Grayson Rodriguez, or excuse me, no Felix Batista. As uh, he goes down Friday, throws one pitch, and that kind of changed things. How dramatic will this change be? Only time will tell. Ravens reducing like everybody else in the NFL to 53 by 4 o'clock. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At the stadium, Vinny schmoozes in luxury suites. From the left, dear, one serves from the left. Whatever's gotten into you, Campania? Amy, post up in the bleachers. You're all garbage! The only place to catch Vinny and Haney together is on 105.7 The Fan. John's going to be the starter. You know, uh, he's earned that. So you guys got your news flash there. You know, I think that was pretty clear. John, John deserves it. He's had a great camp and vet and physical and just love the way he played. Hey, I got your news flash, nerds. John Simpson, left guard, made it clear because it was clear. He had been running with the ones for couple of weeks here but uh so no surprise that john simpson beats out sala for the starting job there the surprise was at least a couple of weeks ago that sala was even in the consideration yeah, for being the starter no so uh, props to him as the young kids would say but john simpson cut by the raiders he replaces ben powers it's a new offensive coordinator however mm-hmm. but the blocking run schemes how much do they vary from what old Greg Roman did? I mean, what's John Simpson's task going to be as opposed to what Ben Powers was doing under the previous regime? Not going to pull as much, but he can pull because Simpson is athletic. And the the difference in the two, I mean, in watching Sala the other night, Sala struggled. Sala's, he can move people in the run game. That's what he can do. But he'll... He'll lunge and miss some guys. He's just not as consistent. That's the biggest thing. He's not, he's, Sala's big, powerful, so Simpson. Uh, Sala struggles in the pass protection right now. He opens the gate, you know, he turns his shoulders and, you know, I mean, he gives easy access to the quarterback at times. And they they can't afford that with, with Lamar right now, whereas Simpson is much more consistent, you know, and keeps his shoulder. He's been around four years. So, you know, he's he's been there, done that. So I I didn't think there was any doubt, you know. I mean, the thing that surprised everybody was at minicamp when Sala was first team, you know, for those three days of the uh, mini the mandatory minicamp. Then when we came to camp, he was first team the the first week, and then after that, it's been Simpson ever since. So I I I think it was pretty easy decision when it came down to it because as we went along. Simpson got more consistent and Sala got more inconsistent. Yeah. And it, a lot of the O-line struggled Saturday, which we'll get into later in the show. But now that that has been officially announced, you know your five starters and your pieces that are versatile. Patrick McCary, for instance, for instance, John Harbaugh. Now that the offensive line, the starters are set, your personnel is set. What are you looking forward to from that unit? High hopes for the offensive line. High expectations. That's that they're, they're going to drive us. You know, they're going to be our rock, and uh, I expect them to play at the highest level. All right, they're going to pass more. How are they set up pass pro wise? I think I think well. You know, because Linderbaum, you know, he's a smart dude, and he'll call a lot of the protections and you know and all those things. So 
The only problem that Linderbaum will have if he's one on one with a big dude, you know, then he's going to get walked. But otherwise, he's going to be he's going to be fine, you know. And all the other guys are good pass protectors. I mean, they're good. So I I have high, you know, Harb's got high expectations. I've had high expectations for this O line from the get go because I think they're one of the better O lines in the league. You know, Stanley, if he's been healthy, he's had a whole off season. You know, if he can be back to his what twenty nineteen where he was. First team all, all pro, pro yeah. you know, they're, they're going to be in, they're going to be in good shape there, you know, protect if, and especially if, if they give, you know, time to throw the ball, they're going to be good. And if they can, you know, run it, I, I mean, Bob, just, I think offensively, I mean, when you look at it, where's the weakness right now, Bob, offensively, just on paper, personnel wise. Uh, I don't know. Maybe to your point, uh, don't have a great blocking tight end perhaps to, Help yeah, the no, run game I thrive. think that'll be Ricard. You got a 305-pound tight Weakness, end. Weakness, I'm still looking at deep ball accuracy. Agree. And injury potential at wide receiver. Okay. But on paper, to start. Well, with the names, they look like a loaded team offensively. Yeah. And, and I mean, when you look at, even if you just look at, like, Dobbins looks really good. Looks healthy. So, I mean, that's good. Andrews. You know, and then Zay Flowers looks great. And if Bateman's healthy, he'll play good. And, you know, you know, at least out of the gate, Bateman will be good, you know, as long as he can stay healthy. So I like this team offensively, you know, and it's can Lamar handle everything? That That's going to be, that's going to be the big thing. Can he handle everything offensively? Can he handle the coverages? Can he handle, you know, all the reads? Can he do those things? You know, and the way it looks, I mean, it looks like a pretty friendly quarterback system offensively because like I said they all they all played well you know and, and you're seeing more you know before in preseason everything was vanilla you just you know but I mean people are blitzing you know you never back when I was like at the nobody ever blitzed in preseason you just played vanilla you wanted to, you know evaluate your players now people are working on their schemes and everything else so it's it's more advanced now so that'll that'll well, it's not going to help Lamar. It's going to help the other guys. <laughs> now, in regards to the Ravens, they open the regular season September 10th against the Houston Texans. Ten-point favorites, by the way, is Baltimore. We will start doing our predictions next Thursday when Kansas City takes on Detroit. A game, by the way, you can hear on 105.7 The Fan. But we do know now, Domingo Ryan's made it official, that C.J. Stroud's going to start for them, the rookie out of Ohio State. Yeah, and Bob, and he hadn't thrown a lot of balls. You know, I mean, you know, what did he throw, like five or six um, this last night? You know, or I don't even know if it was that many. But he hadn't thrown a lot of balls all preseason. So it's – and, you know, probably you come into it. He said, okay, I, I feel like I'm ready. No, it's going to be a – that when they come here to Baltimore, that's a different speed that's going to be being played, you know. And all of a sudden, Roquan and all them dudes, you know, and you got all these guys flying around. I'm thinking that Mike McDonald – you know, will be uh, very creative. A lot of uh, lot of movement, 11 guys at the line, you know, just to confuse the quarterback. I think there'll be a lot of that stuff going on. Bob, the thing that I was I – don't, I don't know about you, but, you know, the guys that didn't play in the secondary, I was a little shocked, you know, because what was it? Armour Davis and Blue Kelly started, you know, and Armour Davis played almost the whole game, mm-hmm. you know, and then Hayes came in. When uh, Tay Hayes, Tay Hayes came in when Kelly was struggling, you know, and then Kelly came back in the fourth. But uh, 
Yeah, I, I, it was like they had like four dudes that they were going to play. That was it. Spitty and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Ravens preseason over. NFL regular season begins September 7th. Ravens open their season against Houston, as we just talked about, September 10th at M&T Bank Stadium. Orioles take two out of three from the Rockies over the weekend, but they lose yesterday 4-3. Friday night, they lost their closer, Felix Batista. Time frame, nobody really knows, but based on the UCL, what did Elias say, an extent to, to the injury, he's not pitching again, I wouldn't think. Here in 2023, maybe beyond. So we could uh, voice our concerns about that. But the Orioles are still rolling along here, 81-49. Taking all the White Sox, who aren't all that great. They have won two in a row, however. But they're having a disastrous couple of seasons. They've already fired their manager and the team president. Ken Williams has been there since 92 in one capacity or another. So they cleaned house. Orioles trying to keep them down while they can. But if you're worried about Felix, and you should be, tell us why. Can you near Cano? Can D.L. Hall? Can Tyler Wells? Can Fuji? Can they get through this gauntlet that's going to be September and into the postseason and still get a chance at winning that world championship? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The latest sports news and your place to talk about it. Always. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fans. Happening, everybody. You're on this lovely Monday, Baltimore, Maryland. Hope you had a great weekend. We got a holiday coming up here. It's Labor Day weekend. Orioles taking on the White Sox tonight. Start of a three-game set. Oriole Park in Camden Yards. Now, of course, the White Sox aren't really good. Don't want to disrespect them. But we'll start lambasting them a little bit later in the show as we break down this matchup. Matter of fact, Jacob Calvin Meyer, Baltimore Sun, joins us at the top of the hour. Big news for the Orioles, however, is the fact that Felix Batista mm-hmm. left Friday's game. Busted a, what it was, a 102 and a half or whatever it was, yeah. fastball. yeah kind of uh, circled off the mound, which made, I don't know, do you want to go instant analysis or instant diagnosis, I guess. Well, maybe he hurt his knee. And then yeah. once he started, you, you, like he was like squeezing one of funny bone or something. You stress know? balls. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the Brandon Hyde and Brian Evil came out. and When everybody started coming out, I thought. Uh, and then when he turned around and left in about two minutes, yeah. then you knew something was up and, and the place I was watching on TV, place was going insane. Yeah. I mean, he was a strike away from ending the game. And then that happens, and then Coulomb gets ample time to get warmed up because nobody was warming in the bullpen. He's about to finish these dudes off. Yeah. 
And then Coulomb just threw one pitch, got the save. But the post-victory celebration on a night where Gunner hit a two-run homer laser beam to win the game was not as uh, enthusiastic as it would have been if Felix Batista would have threw that third strike. No doubt. And, Bob, I've been in situations like you win a game, but you lost a key member of your team. You know, nobody's in the mood to celebrate. They're just, you know, how's, how's, how's Felix doing? You know, I mean, you're more concerned about how's he doing, and then it's like, you know, who's going to replace him? So, yeah, there's there's not a lot of celebrating going on after that. Yeah, and the harsh reality was confirmed that yeah. UCL, which means he's going to be out for a while Maybe Tommy John is looming if we're, you know, connecting dots based on history here. And again, we'll defer to Mike Elias, who he knows a hell of a lot more than we do, but he's not a doctor. But he said, you know, just Google it. (laughs) You'll see what the outcomes are with the UCLA. UCLA. Damn it. You know how many times I said that to my wife and stuff? I said, what happened? I said, it's UCLA. Jamal (laughs) Wilkes, one of my favorite players. All right, let's get out to the phones. 410-583-1057. Let's go to Columbia. It's Greg. Greg, what's happening? Hey, good morning. My comment is Mr. Bautista has been a key component to the team, but you know what? Everybody on the team now needs to step up and make up for his loss. Well, that's the old football adage. Next man up. Yes, sir. Yeah, Everybody but you, in the yeah, organization. But you lose your starting quarterback. That next man, there's probably right. a couple levels what, of uh, skill What did you think set. last year when Lamar got hurt? Um, I thought Tyler Huntley could have done it. He could have done it. I thought he was good enough to do it. If he didn't, if he didn't jump over the top, <laughs> <laughs> and he was playing with a bad shoulder, yeah. not to make excuses for him. But uh, Greg, I get your point. Yeah. But when you have the best at what he does, and now he's gone, that means you're settling for second best. And Cano's an all star you know himself. You know and let's see if he can rise to the occasion. You know what, Bob? Somebody else, some other believer is really anxious to do that job. Somebody is. Well, you're right about that, man. Thanks for the call. And and maybe somebody, you know what, Bob? Maybe somebody that we're not even thinking about, you know, becomes that guy, hopefully. I'm trying Is there a guy who could be that? I'm trying to think who these candidates would be. Hall's back, so he'll get an op. I, I think it might not closer by committee per se, but it might be depending on matchups. Because the Orioles play a ton of close games, yeah, as we know. That. Cano, I would think, would be first in line. But he's pitched two days in a row. Would he be available tonight? I don't know. Coulomb, Perez. See, now Perez actually pitching better as of he late. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what do you think, Aaron will, will Nolan? Our, will our boy come back up, Bob? Who's that? Bauman. Bauman pitched yesterday. A couple of Ks in one inning. I'm guessing Mike Bauman would be in the uh, equation as well. What do you think there, Nolan? probably slide Coulomb and Cano up to that ninth inning spot, and then some of the other guys you're talking about, maybe they can take over a setup role. I don't know if it's really fair to put, you know, D.L. Hall right out the gate. Hey, welcome back to the majors. You want to close the game. You know, let's ramp them up a little bit. Same thing with Tyler Wells when he comes back. He technically has closing experience. Remember, they tried that out in 2020. Short-lived, but eventually he could be that guy. But right out the gate, you want to ease him into it. And and look, here was a guy in Tyler Wells who was their best starting pitcher in the first half of the season. He had the lowest whip in the American League. So there could still be an opportunity, maybe not as a starting pitcher, but for him to have an impact on the team and maybe as an important bullpen piece. 
Yeah. He I, could be. I don't Bob, do you think there's enough time left in the season, you know, for when you go into the playoffs to find out about a guy, you know, because you're going to be in that situation probably in the first playoff game, you know, and well you, you've got you got a month to start to figure things out. Look, Fuji's the most fascinating of the candidates. Because he throws 103. His split's coming in at 95-96. And as we said, Friday night before Felix came in, he had blown them away Mm -hmm. for two innings. But, you know, it's the bottom of the ninth. You're pitching in Houston, just throwing out hypotheticals. You know, they've got, you know, Bregman and, and uh, Tucker and all these guys coming up. And, and you know, every How's game. How's he going to respond to that situation? And every game that you pitch in, Bob, once a playoff, you're in a full house, loud, screaming, you know, it's 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 on, you know. Yeah, well, the situation warrants that sort of concern. Let's get back to the phones. Let's go to Tony and Bel Air. Tony, you're on the fan of Vinny and Haney and Mr. Excitement, Nola McGraw. All right. Good morning. How are we doing? Good. Uh, no, I think I think the Orioles have a lot of options. Um, I think that Tyler Wells did two years ago, so that's the most obvious. I don't know that I don't pitch him in the eighth and let Cano go in the ninth. Um, you know, you got DL Hall up for support. Um, I do like if Means comes back, the possibility of maybe a Flaherty uh, going to the bullpen, um, and then you got some real options um i don't think it has to be any one person i think uh wells and cano give you enough options cologne has done it on occasion um so i think we got we got the arms in the bullpen um there's an outside that there's a kid in uh, norfolk chase mcdermott that's got nasty stuff he had an outing last night he wasn't the greatest of outings his biggest thing is is getting the ball over the plate but he's basically unhittable if he could throw strikes, that's his biggest problem. So I definitely wouldn't bring him up that is unless I put him in the seventh it? inning. Yeah. So, well, yeah. But, you know, the thing is they don't score on him. You know, so there are people that have uh, put people on. I'm not saying Don Stanhouse, but there are people that uh, have success. little off full pack. Uh, Tony, yeah. I, I hear you working there, big guy. Uh, McDermott, that ain't happening. I mean, maybe in the future is, uh, you know, let's keep an eye on because he is considered one of their better pitching prospects. But for this season, there are options. Yeah. And they're not terrible options. They're Felix Batista, let's see. That's April, May, June, July. We're about to wrap up August, right? So that's five months. He's won reliever of the year three times, reliever <laughs> of the month three times. That's what you've lost. Right. You've lost that guy. So replacing him is not going to be easy, impossible. I don't know, but easy, absolutely not. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We'll talk about that. Jacob Calvin Meyer from the Baltimore Sun, 11 o'clock. Kyle Barber, Baltimore Beatdown, BaltimoreRavens.com. Get his projected 53, which we'll talk about when we come back with the Baltimore Ravens. Everybody in the NFL has to get down to 53 by 4 o'clock tomorrow. Is this thing kind of settled for Baltimore? Could anyone have done themselves favors Saturday night past down in Tampa taking on the Buccaneers? Vinny and Haney on your home for sports. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. What's happening, everybody, here on this Monday? Orioles taking on the White Sox tonight. Down to Camden Yards, Grayson Rodriguez against Michael Kopik. Out of talented young right handers. 
Orioles lose yesterday 4-3 to the Rockies. Still win the series. Two games to one. Lose Felix Batista for an undetermined amount of time. It didn't look good. That's the way it is. I mean, Mullins went deep yesterday. O'Hearn, two-run bomb, tied it in the eighth. And then uh, Colorado scraped a run in. And the Orioles couldn't match it in the bottom of the ninth, so they lose. Jack Flaherty back yesterday, five and two-thirds, seven hits, three runs, a walk, three strikeouts. So if they can get this guy to be any semblance of what he was in St. Louis when he was really dealing, Mm -hmm. they're at an advantage. But right now, except for his first start against Toronto, haven't really seen him much. He looked good early. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, he looked good early. Just just don't feel like what you're you know exactly what you're going to get for a long haul. When he needed a general re- reset, basically, is what it was. Yeah. Didn't bounce back, I believe is the phrase, after his last start. And then said he didn't know he was going to pitch again. So he felt well enough to pitch yesterday and hopefully moving forward. But he kept him in the game. Mm-hmm. Orioles had bases loaded, nobody out. And then Hayes hits the ground at the third. Third baseman made a hell of a play. Yes, he Got did. Got the force and the throw. And, you know, it looked like Rutschman's foot was, you know, over the plate. And then that inning, which looked like it was filled with big potential against Ty Block, just disappeared almost as quickly as it kind of started to build itself. And that was the golden opportunity maybe for the Orioles to get out there and take advantage of the game. So now it's the White Sox. They won two in a row. They just played Oakland. They're not all that good. But you never want to dismiss them. They're a major league team, so you can't just think you're going to throw your gloves out on the field and win, you know, two out of three. Now Orioles right now, given the equity they've built up at eighty-one forty-nine, I mean, all you got to do is just win series. No, yeah. just win your series. Not well, eight-game winning streak wouldn't hurt. You know what I mean? But uh, win your series, handle your business, and you're going to cruise into the postseason comfortably. Now it will not be a cruise once you get into the playoffs, but the Orioles are in a very strong spot when it comes to getting to the playoffs for the first time in seven years. No doubt about it. And Bob, Colorado was kind of who you thought. They did the same thing to Tampa. They're winning, you know, through the sixth or seventh inning, and then they give it up at the end. Can't get that 27th out. Yep. Same same thing that happened all weekend. And And I thought that was going to happen again yesterday. So did I. And then the White Sox are kind of in the same boat, but we'll start breaking that one down coming up. Top of the hour with Jacob Calvin Meyer. Concerns for Felix. Yes, they're uh, there. But if you're advising Brandon Hyde, who would you put in in the crucial closer situation for the Orioles as they look to uh, finish off August and then get through September as still the best team in the American League? Ravens, they finished up their preseason losing to Tampa 26-20. Dante Demas. Made a couple of plays there. Yes, he did. He Anthony, made two real nice plays. The nice throws, by the way, from Anthony Brown. But Dante Demas, has he, did he do enough there, at least, Vinny, to get himself a little practice squad consideration? I, I would think so because he's got, he's got size. And, and, you know, the thing about it is is he was coming off a major, major knee. So, I mean, even a year, if you, if you liked some of the stuff that you saw, Bob, I loved. I mean, how tough was that first catch he made? You know, in traffic, in a crowd, that was a hell of a play. And then, you know, the scramble, go deep, and he did that. You know, so I I think he would be a real good practice, and especially if he's a good dude, you know, and they like him. Absolutely. Yeah, he's almost two years removed from that injury against Iowa. And that was on that Friday night game. Which was a horrible. I mean, once he got hurt, that whole whole tenor of that game changed and may have affected their season 
back then. James Prochet made a catch, set up the touchdown to Treadwell. Are they both? Uh, oh, he he both never had their a way chance. Up? Prochet's been done for a while. I, I don't think he's he's ever been in the equation. Because I, I mean, Bob, what's he do good? What does he do good? He, you know, I mean, he catches punts, but he's not a great returner because he doesn't have the speed. Um, receiver, you know, every year other. Prior to this, every year we were talking about damn Prochet in August. August you, know, yeah. you know, so no, and it's going to be interesting because you know what's going to happen with him, Bob. He'll end up on somebody's practice squad at best. Treadwell, the time missed probably doomed him. I'm guessing here. Yeah, because he was kind of making a run. Well, the thing that doomed him, Duvernay didn't play, and and he was playing in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Yeah, true. Same with Gordon, by the way, yeah. at running back. So yeah. wide receivers, we'll we'll get into the roster breakdown more in depth as the show rolls on. As soon as we get roster news for you, everybody will share it with you. But six wideouts, and we yeah. kind of know who they yeah. are right now. I mean, Bob, the, the, to me, the biggest you know things are the corners. How many and who you know are you keeping in the secondary and Offensive lineman, are you keeping eight? Nine? I guess, does Cleveland make it or does he not make it? Now, Jonas has him making it. So he's got nine? As does Jeff's Rebeck. And we'll talk to Kyle Barber at 1130. We'll see what he has to say. Yeah. I mean, I, what what does Ben Cleveland bring to the equation? Bob, I mean. Is he good in pass pro? As a tackle, absolutely not. <laughs> and even on the inside, he's not because he can't move. I don't. I. 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 You, I don't see it, Bob. I mean, their depth. All right. I mean, when you look at their starting five, excellent. All right, McCary. McCary goes in and plays any position if anybody goes down during a game. Period. And Falele, I don't trust him as a left tackle. And I just wish, I mean, watching him play, and I guess that's the reason why he's an O-lineman, Bob. Not nasty. You'd like him to be a little nastier. I mean, like he just like oozes and, you know, just catches people <laughs> instead of punching them in the throat. You know, I mean, I, I don't I, he, And he's got such ability, you know, but he's so nice. Um, Jameson Hensley has Cleveland making the team, too. So they're all rolling with nine uh, offensive linemen. Yeah, I just the the only thing I say with nine because if you go with so they're keeping twenty five on offense. I'm keeping I'm keeping uh, twenty six just because I I need the extra DBs and stuff more more so. I mean, all these guys. If I'm keeping any of these guys, and if somebody wants to pick up Cleveland, go ahead. Otherwise, I'll put them on a practice squad and I can bring them up if I need them. Any of those other guys that they're gonna cut. I mean, Bob, you know, put them on a practice squad. I, you know, I guess they're not – they're keeping Cleveland instead of Mustafer, or are they all keeping Mustafer too, as a backup center? Uh, Jameson has Mustafer gone, though. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's – it's Same with uh, Jeff's Rebeck, matter of fact. Who's the uh... – It's Stanley, Moses, Zeitler, Lindebaum, mm-hmm. Simpson, McCary, Falele, mm-hmm. Sala, and Cleveland. Okay. Must have for Sharp, Banning, et cetera. Yeah, they'll all be. And Voorhees is going on the uh, non-football injury list. See him next year. Yeah. Get what do they have in the secondary? That that was That's of interest. All right. Well, I got uh, Zrebeck's here. Jeff Zrebeck from The Athletic, by the way. Yeah, what's, what's Jeff Check saying? out their uh, awesome uh, website. Um, eight 
eight corner, 11, looks like 12 DBs, eight 12? cornerbacks. Because there's, uh, you know, they got to do the maneuvering with the, yeah. you know, you got to be on the roster to be on the IR. So it's Humphrey, Rocky Sin, Darby, or Darius Washington, uh, Armour Davis, uh, Pepe, Kayvon Seymour, and Caillou Kelly. Millette, Hayes, Mayfield, out. Mullins on the uh, reserve non-football injury list. Mm-hmm. The, only, the only problem with, I mean, Bob, in, in a game, like if he, you're in a game, I mean, from what you see right now, I mean, do you really want Kelly in the game or, you know, Armour Davis? Do you trust them in a game right now? Not necessarily yeah. at this point in time. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back, talk some Orioles with Jacob Calvin Meyer. Baltimore's son, Felix Batista, is out. How do the Orioles improvise and adapt and overcome? Whip around 11-15, busy weekend in the world of sports. We'll get into what happened, most of what we can, given our time frame. And then Kyle Barber, Baltimore Beatdown's got it going on. But you've heard Leonard Skinner in the last half hour. You've heard ZZ Top and Nolan McGraw tell everybody why there's a method to the madness here. Right, Big day today and tomorrow. Here on Vinny and Haney, we got a ton of tickets to give away. ZZ Top and Leonard Skinner together. They're on a joint tour right now, the Sharp Dressed Simple Man Tour. And they're going to be at Meriwether Post Pavilion this Saturday, September 2nd. All of this courtesy of Live Nation. Tickets are on sale right now, but why buy tickets when you could win them right here on Vinny and Haney? So let's start it right now. Third caller, 410-583-1057. If you're caller number three right now, got two tickets to see ZZ Top and Leonard Skinner for you. How about that? Get in there, win them tickets. We'll come back, talk Orioles, Jacob, Calvin, Meyer. It's Vinny at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan, Nolan McGraw on a Monday. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 